Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. And of course, like always, though, this is a Nerd With Balls production. But folks, today, Corbin Ford, he's been on for a review. He's been on a Talk About Absolute Geek podcast. Like, we've talked to him a few times on here on the show. And today, well, this week, possibly next week, depending on what's going on, because a lot of people are busy right now. But we have some really cool, really cool celebrities coming on the show here at the end of the month. Right now, though, we needed to talk about something. It's a talk show segment today, folks. Hopefully you guys enjoy it because it's really informational, but spoilerific. Corbin's on the show, and we talk Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. That's right. I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast until this recording, but we talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League, everything that's going to be in it, the characters, the differences, and whatnot, all that sort of jazz, a deep dive into Zack Snyder's cut. Release the Snyder cut. And we did it, folks. I've been a cheerer for this for many years and trying to, a big supporter and always really trying to make sure it comes out and all the things that were coming out for the information, all that sort of jazz. I did some deep diving. I got the confirmed facts for you guys from Zack Snyder, from producers, all sorts of shit of what we're going to be checking out in this fantastic movie. But as again, this is very, very, very heavy spoilers. Very entertaining, but very spoilerific. So if you guys want to go in with the clean slate, you know, we want to have your, as I quote what I said in the podcast beforehand, because I recorded these after the interviews or also the talk show segments and whatnot, pop your Zack Snyder cherry. If you guys want to keep that from being popped right now, wait, hold on. But if you really want to know, dive in and let us take you on an adventure. So thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, folks, new episodes free every Monday, as always. On Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or ComicChronicle.Podbean.com every Monday for free. Between interviews, between talk show segments, reviews, all sorts of stuff like that. But mostly interviews. You know, it's 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 a pretty good deal. Also, guys, if you want to leave a review, it helps us out too. See what you want from the show. Maybe certain guests you want on. I mean, maybe I can get on. Why not? I got a little bit of pool. Maybe we can get some. Who knows? Who knows? So definitely... As that, well, folks, if you guys want to follow the podcast on social media or the stuff I do and myself, like comics and such like that, follow me on Instagram at Dakota underscore Morgan 97. That's Dakota underscore Morgan 97 on Instagram and on Twitter at Dakota Morgan 3. So thanks, everyone. And without further ado, let's get started in this podcast because, my God, there's so many things to cover. So many glory in this. So much comic goodness. Thanks, everyone. Without further ado, let's take it away with my past self and Corbin. And yes, it is recording. Now, man, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I won't put you on the fucking spot, right? And begin right <laughs> in the listen to the podcast, but I like to always start this thing now. I've been doing it for months now. Is I'm classy, okay? Whether it's military that taught me it, whether it's not, I don't know. Whether it's my mom being like, bitch, you better be classy, or whatever the hell it is. Welcome to the show, Corbin. Welcome back to the show, might I add. Thank you. And you know what? I have been listening. My favorite episode was the one you did with Sal from Comic Pop. Um, <laughs> love the dude. That was such a fine, such a great conversation. So I'm glad I could step up and, uh, you know, represent Wisey on that one. <laughs> could have been awkward right. saying, well, actually, I haven't listened since the last time I was on. But that is inaccurate, sir. I have. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, that's, that, that's still, that still counts. And then, Thank you, sir. I'm trying. Well, I, we 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 may have him back on the show. I don't want to say anything. He may be back on the show later. We both had a great to... rapport, and he's been someone I've watched for years. So as soon as you had him on, I was like, "That's a fine." I've watched. A, I listened to a few since then, but that was one that I really, really enjoyed. 
I was like, get out of here. Sal did another pot outside of, you know, absolute comics in his own show. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was trying. I was like, let me, I've also been a fan of Sal from Comic Pop, Comic Pop, and in case anybody's wondering, Comic Pop on YouTube, go check him out. But, dude, it was one of those that the podcast itself has been so crazy. And as of this recording, getting guests on the show has been troublesome. Really, really troublesome because everybody's working on deadlines. You know, actors are doing their thing, writers, artists. You know, I've been doing my fucking hell. I've been working like a son of a bitch on stuff. So it's all been that whole thing there. So that's why, I like, I'm like Corbin. I need mm-hmm. you to come on the show, man. I need you to come on. It's been forever since we talked. For one, I'm like, oh my god, we can get Corbin on the show. Like, and we today are going to talk about something interesting. And I don't think you know which one we're talking about first. But <laughs> I, I didn't talk about that. Fuck professionalism, as always. Love it, dude. I can't have, yeah, you have probably talked about this so many times already, but mm-hmm. Justice League Zack Snyder cut. We are getting it. We're getting I've never mentioned that on the show yet. I've never gone on record about it, but I'm so fucking excited. Oh. I am pumped. I am pumped. You're right. Like, one, just a way to redeem a movie that was kind of spotty, but in general, people want to, like, just trash on the guy's plans and everything he talked about. Why not give it a shot? And right now, we've been talking about this for years, the whole release, the Snyder Cut movement on Twitter and social media, and it is great and just reassuring and awesome to know that all that work and and, and fan um, collaboration and fan input has led to this big release. This is going to be exciting. I am pumped. I want to say something. Two things to that. And because we we got – we got – all right, strike one. We got it. Now, strike two and three are two very important movies. And if we're out, like, we're out, meaning in a good sense, not we're out of, like, a fuck you, DC. We're, we're out in the same, in the sense of, like, Marvel, we're out. We're moving into DC. Is if, and I heard the sec the first one's gonna happen, did David Ayer cut a Suicide Squad? I've been hearing. Oh. I've been hearing that. And okay. I really want this. And the information and the looks and shit like that, like, motherfucker, I love Enchantress. And even before the movie, I love their books, man. Karak, everybody. And then... The Schumacher cut for the dark version. Oh, dude, I'm not gonna lie. I don't want. I don't. I. I'm in the future. I would like it to just be whatever product the the director wants to put out out, just so that we have that, you know. But like, I. I don't want it to be somewhere where it's like, oh, we put a movie. Oh, you didn't like it. We have. We have a backup. Guess what? You didn't get this. But for this right here, all three of those. I'm excited to see because all three had right. different directors input with the studio and things got left out. Ideally, you want to see the, the, the product the director wants out there on the, the you don't want to see on the cutting block. You want to see that, yeah. that represent itself on film. So in the future, that's what I want. But with these three movies specifically and knowing as many of, fans, of us fans have just how right it could have been. Oh, yeah, I, I want all three. man. I'm right there with you. I am pumped to see right. any of those. Oh, I, we're at least getting the one Zack Snyder's cut. And we're, that's what we're talking about today, folks. Um, We're definitely going to be talking about that in the sense where, Jesus Christ, you know, I, there's so many, I have a notes written down. Have you, but I want a full disclosure though. Have you talked about this, Corbin, a lot or no? Have, has it been like, I know you on the Absolute Geek podcast, you guys have been talking about a lot of shit, but we I have. cannot recall. Did you talk about this yet? We've mentioned it several times, uh, never really too much in depth because I'm the only uh, Zack Snyder uh, fan of the uh, of the Justice League cut. So oh, so you mean you're smart. Up. You're telling me you're a smart <laughs> man. That's what you're saying here. 
I appreciate that. Man, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. So, so we we've mentioned it several times. We haven't gone deaf because you know, if, if, hey, what do you feel about this? Oh, we don't like it. We don't like it. Well, end of story. But you know, it's been brought up. I think it's gonna be good to talk with someone else who also enjoys it or also looking forward to it. That has a different uh, dimension besides my good brothers at the Absolute Geek. But um, you know, I, I actually would prefer talking about someone who also appreciates it for what it is. Yeah, it's gonna be. I value Zack Snyder as a complete artist. I really do. I think he's a good director. People are like, Man of Steel sucked. Fuck you. And I'm not being biased because they filmed Man of Steel Smallville scenes right next to my hometown in Illinois. But I really enjoyed the movie. And, you know, I love Chicago being fucking Metropolis. It's a sweet fucking idea. You know, city you don't have to see that often. Here we go, Metropolis. You know, a couple edits here and there for more buildings. Yeah, whatever. Man of Steel, it worked. Batman v Superman, the extended cut, by the way, which was another thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was beautiful. Oh, my God, that was beautiful. A couple things hit and miss on there, but every comic book movie has it. Like, Luthor, I'm not a big fan of him, but I love Luthor. But God, yeah, same take thing. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. he was there. I don't know how great yeah, he was. Yeah, and we'll talk about him. But, you know, exactly. We're going to talk about him today when we talk oh, about this good. cut. <laughs> yeah, so... A little segue right there. But yeah, man, like I really appreciate Zack Snyder. I want to get the full disclosure. I never talk about that. This is the first time on the podcast I've ever had a chance to mention it. I think I mentioned on social media, like, we're getting it, bitches. Yeah. But that's about it. Like, it's so exciting. Oh my God. Um, so I wanna get into the like the, the topic points that I have about what we're gonna be able to see in here. But full disclosure to fans, though, is I want to tell us right now that if you don't want to know anything about this, like you liked Justice League, whatever. I didn't. There's some parts of it I didn't mind. But if you know you like the full movie and everything else like that, and you don't, you want to go in fresh. You want to, you want to pop your Zack Snyder cherry. Guess what? This is a oh, spoiler wow. alert episode. You might want to turn it off. <laughs> just a touch. You know? just hey, a touch. Hey, okay. Just a touch. Just a t- it's all, all it takes is a touch, Corbin. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mister Professional himself. <laughs> <laughs> We have the E explicit for a fucking reason. This yes, is also sir. a Nerdaball podcast production for a fucking reason, man. All right, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking hell. So yeah, folks, you know, we have over like 200 episodes. Go check it out. We got plenty of interviews and whatnot. Stay tuned for more and whatnot. But this is, is a spoiler-rific episode. So getting into that, though, we actually get more runtime in this movie, Corbin. Believe it or not, there's more to it. So in general, obviously, it's going to be more long run, longer runtime which is good slash bad because it was already, what, two and a half hours? Yeah, it was a pretty hefty movie already. Now, making it longer, I'm sure, is just Zach's way of saying, hey, I'm going to get everything in this bad boy. Like, all my ideas, good, bad, and different, we're getting it. And because, I mean, if I was Snyder, I would also be emboldened by the support of my fans. I know that regardless of how long it is, they will tune in because look what they've done up to this point to make this kind of reality. I mean, the movie came out in 2017. By the time it's actually released uh, tentatively in 2021, that'll have been a whole four years from this point. So, you know, with the support of his fan base, if I'm Zack Snyder, I'm making this a 10-hour extravaganza. And listen, y'all oh, went and said yeah. release the Snyder Cut for all these years. I know y'all gonna watch it. It's gonna be bought. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. I'm buying... Oh, my God, I'm buying HBO Max. They sold me when they're making Gotham Central a fucking TV show. Oh, that was the yeah, topping on the cake. There. That's like, listen, I'm going to blow you and then kiss your neck right afterward and be like, oh, baby. Like, that's <laughs> exactly what that was. It was like, oh, fuck. I, you know, like, oh, my God, take all my money. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not in college. You know, I did school work. I, I can spend this fucking money. I may be moving soon, but who knows? I'm just going to yep. college. We're um, good. We're good. Yeah, man, Jesus. So I feel like, though, we should address the elephant in the room. Let's do it. 
You know what that is? What's the elephant? I need, I need, I need to get it, huh? Cyborg. Yes, yes, that is, that is, that is, that is something to be addressed. Yeah, like I mean, it's one thing that of what he's been saying, and I don't. It's 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 crazy to me about what I've been hearing about everything going on at winning to all of this. Like it went in, it, 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 Ray Fisher one has a lot of cojones. He had a lot of cojones for saying what he did yeah. and everything else. He said he can't say that much more due to uh, contracts and shit like that too, which I have a strange feeling in like 10 years, we're going to be like, Hey, if the, if, if the world is still around, who the fuck knows, but whatever world is here, if he's still alive, he's going to be telling us the stories of like, Holy shit. And I don't blame him for waiting on it. I don't blame him for talking about it now and coming out. And I also don't blame him because now he's getting his dreams come true. This is a man who didn't really have any credits coming into this movie. And he got Not dicked. He got dicked hard. Yeah. Like, he, it, it blows me away. And so I want to say that, you know, confirmed, we are getting more cyborg scenes. We're getting his origin backstory, which I was excited for because they, they hyped me up by promoting Gotham City – University and Metropolis University football merchandise. Like, what? We never fucking saw that. Yeah. We had this quick scene at Memphis Superman. That's it. So we get to see him. Victor Stone, man. We get to see Victor. St- I love Victor Stone. Like, we get to see him playing football. Like, and Silas and the relationship yeah. there. And we get to see his mom. We get to see what happened there. Like, we get to see more of his family. Like, there's even a scene where he's, like, seeing his family. Like, his human self, his dad, and his mom. They're obviously on Apocalypse. And they're seeing this shit. And he's having like, oh my God, he's getting emotional. It's like, holy shit, that's cool. And you and you get more cyborg. And more backstory and shit like that too. And addressing the elephant in the room, man. Like, what is a couple things you want to see more with cyborg in it? I mean, in general, his backstory. You know, you already said it. Flesh it out a little bit more. They've already alluded to how it happened. But we've seen his backstory explored in other shows, um, and effectively, uh, Doom Patrol recently is one, uh, just his first season, and, and the arc with him um, just becoming Cyborg. Go into that a little bit more. Go check out the DC Anime Universe and the way they did it. That was also well done. Um, take some time to flesh it out. Really build more of a character on terms of being, you know, literally half Cyborg, already being a, a person who doesn't fit in, um, in a whole, literally whole new skin in this way. And, and and going into the backstory of the of the, of the family, if it is believed that that storyline was among those that were dramatically cut back, and that's saying a lot for a movie that was as hefty as it was. But having Josh Whedon take over, a lot of things obviously would change. So go back, build that up. He is important to the Justice League. He is important to this um, iteration they have now, and his story is important. We already know Batman. We already know Superman. We we most of us know Wonder Woman. She had her own movie on that. So this is your chance to kind of streamline a cyborg storyline in this alongside this great adventure with the justice league while making it more of a movie than it was, you know, already. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's so many possibilities with what you can do in there. Like who the fuck knows what else we're going to get other than his backstory too. You know, like what good comedy scenes have been out, what action scenes, what there's so much. And obviously as pop culture fans, we all, and comic fans, like we all love the cyborg. Obviously, we all love him from Teen Titans. You mentioned yeah. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, people love him there again. Justice League, in, in general, they love them. And, you know, there's so many iterations of him, and we just get so much of him that I'm so happy to see it. And I hope, I really, really, really hope 
I don't think they're doing it, but I wish we would have gotten that like smooth skinned cyborg with the C on his chest. I, I really wish we would have gotten that earlier in the film because I love his suit in there. Like it's like really apocalyptic, especially when we're getting that in a minute. But yep. the smooth skin when he was like, yeah, he was smooth and it's a C. Like, oh my God. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a cyborg. That's what we want. Like, holy that's shit. That's what we need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so getting on the realm of characters, though, is we have. I wanted to put together a list of all the characters because there's so many fucking characters that were cut from this movie, mind you. Some we've seen before now. Now some we're never going to see. And some reveals, mind you, that we're going to be seeing coming up here. And, oh, my God. Let's start. Let's start. I'll I'll start easy on you. But first off, do you know of any of these? Um, I'm not as familiar. I'm excited. You set the tone. I know a few. But I'm ready for you to set the tone and me pick it up. (laughs) All right, all right. Let's roll into it. Um, I got so it. I got Aquaman. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, I do. Well, we have Aquaman's mentor, right? Mm-hmm. From the Aquaman movie. Um, uh, what the hell's his name? Um, uh, I, I know. Uh, played tremendously by. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, William Defoe. The great. So, the hot Harry. Oh my God, I, Volko. Every time, yeah. I, every time I say his name, I have to say that. But it was a nudist vocal. (laughs) Yeah. Nudist vocal. Yes. Yes, that was him. And fuck, I love William Dafoe. William Dafoe. Someone said William Dafoe as two, or as not Two Face, as, uh, what the hell is it? Joker. And I said, yes. Yes. Give me that. Give me that William Dafoe as Joker. (laughs) Oh, that would be crazy. Oh, my God. You could make it work. In the world where we're getting a new Joker, come on. Um, I have so he's coming back. So apparently there's more Lancer scenes with Aquaman because he was mostly above land in the movie. Okay. But now we have Aquaman that's going to be in more Atlantis scenes. He's gonna be more on the side of he goes to apparently this ancient Atlantean place and Vol Evol his character I'm fucking drawing a blank on this goddamn I can never goddamn pronounce Atlantean things. Volko Yeah, Jude on, Judius or something. I'll look at it again. Yeah. He fucking comes on the scene, and he actually gets introduced there. Then in an Aquaman movie, he's like, I know I raised you as a kid, your mom, and all that other jazz in there. So we get Aquaman's origin in, like, ten fucking in there or something like that in an Atlantean scene where he's learning about stuff going on with Apocalypse, the war before, you know? And more introduced, like, hey, maybe it's time I actually start to embrace my Atlantean heritage. Well, he's like, yes. Yes, Harry. <laughs> No, not that. <laughs> yes. Now I don't know. Oh. Must be done. Oh my God! You never. You think Green Goblin? I'm like fucking hell. That was amazing performance. Like people are like, oh fuck the Tobey Maguire movie. He's like, no, William Dafoe was no. the Green Goblin. You should have changed the suit. But yep. still. Exactly. I would oh. rather have like a cloth base or something less Power Ranger esque. But the personality wise, yeah. when I'm reading Spider Man 122, whatever 123, like that's what I'm. That's who I'm getting. The voice, the, oh, the yeah. delivery, the yes. Like, I, I need that. Like, that is the goblin to me. Hey, folks, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break, but this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are a comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show. You guys like comics and you like reading them in person. Well, let me tell you, go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you. I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be, comics, 
It's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them, drawntocomics.com, or find them on social media on the number 623-847-9090 to give them a call. Definitely, guys, I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully, you guys check them out. If you're in Arizona or maybe passing through, remember, guys, draw on the comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital, too, so it's a little bit of a toss-up. Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm going to take it back to future me. So more fucking pieces of your childhood, though, from the past, man. Speaking of, like, from the past here, we get Martian Manhunters in the fucking film. And we find out he is the General Swanwick, who was in the first one in Command and whatnot of extraterrestrial stuff in Man of Steel. And then in Batman v Superman, he's in, like, Congress and shit like that. And he's helping out Lois and representing Superman as a good guy and shit. We find out he's actually Martian Manhunter this whole fucking time. And he's like, That's crazy. Oh, here's the rising up. Who? I'm an alien bitch. It's like, what? What? <laughs> I can't imagine the U.S. government at that point. They're like, what the fuck? Like, who is on our side? Who is human? Like, mm-hmm. That's got to open a whole new world of possibilities. Like, holy shit. Like, Swanwick being Martian Manhunter. It works. Yeah, where like, they it, can it, go from here is interesting. All right. I'm happy they didn't have him play a white guy, though. It's not like, here's this random white guy that's fucking Martian Manhunter. It's like, no, I'm Swanwick. Like, you know, I have to remember, brother. I was like, yeah. Yeah, because fucking Martian Manhunter has never transformed into a white guy, and I love it. I'm like, yeah, Martian Manhunter. But I can't say shit shit about it because being a white guy, I know. But I still like, it's kind of nice, you know, when he's like in his human form and they're in disguise. It's not all white folks fucking up there. It's kind of nice. Coming from a white guy, it's nicest presentation. Um, (laughs) It really is. And... One other character we have who is one of my favorites. I love each and any single one of these characters. Even Guy Gardner, motherfucking Green Lantern, was supposed to be making an appearance. Like, apparently that end trailer was like, let's hope you can, like, get there in time or not, or whatever the hell. That apparently was fucking Green Lantern from what Zack Snyder said. It's like, what? Like, they fucking teased you with that shit. They're like, nah, it's Green Lantern, bitch. But then the whole thing happened. They're like, ah, no, it's nothing. This is a deleted scene. Yeah, Green Lantern was going to be in the final battle in this movie. That's insane to think that he would have made an appearance. Yeah, why not? Like, he is a founding fucking member. he's part of it. He is part of it, that is for sure. No, no doubt at all. It's just, it's crazy to think when you look at the finished product, okay, how are they, it almost is mind-boggling to think of how much they're going to add to this film to make it almost an entirely different one, even with all the reshoots, which it is, but in general, just without bringing everyone back, it, it boggles the mind at times to consider. Oh, it does. Oh, it seriously does. Like, here's the bigger question, though. Your fan cast, who do you want him to be? My we fan have cast. We have even the new ones, including the new ones. Like, we're not like the fan cast in the sense of not the actor or whatnot, but who, what, what Green Lantern character would you actually want it to be? Because it could be anyone. Like, it could be John Stewart. It could be Hal Jordan. It could be. Uh, Kyle Rayner, which I well, a lot of fans would be fucking like, we waited for Kyle Rayner? What? Or it'd be worse if it's Guy Gardner. Oh, my oh God. God. Fans would flip. Oh, my God. I'd flip to it. Be like, holy shit. This is amazing in the stupidity. But, um, oh, we got Jessica Cruz, new female Green Lantern. And then we That's also have Simon one. Baz. I love Simon Baz, Arabic Green Lantern, by the way. Really cool dude. I love his character. I think he's dead now. No, he's still alive. I, I 
think. Um, Don't kill off the man. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah, we bring them in there, and we—they gave you a tease in Greenland. We're like, "Here's an alien bitch in the Dark Side War," and then it fucking took off. Like, all right, that's stupid. True. But like, I, it was cool. I, I I loved it with passion. I was like, "Yeah, represent." But then the, Scooby just never showed up. So, who, what character do you think you want to see in this? I, one? If I had to pick, I I mean, call me, call me biased. I would have to go John Stewart, if only because every time I think Green Lantern, even reading you know the comics and knowing the history. The first one that comes to my mind is John Stewart, voiced by Phil Lamar. Always. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Always. And so that's why, even yeah. though they wouldn't use him, it doesn't make any sense. All of that is just the one that is most associated with my childhood. Yes, I read the comics, and you know, Hal and Kyle are a lot more well known. Even Guy, you know, Lord have mercy. But those are all available <laughs> ones. Yes. However, for me, I think. Green Lantern, I think John Stewart, I think Phil Lamar, I think the Justice League Unlimited um, kick-ass animated uh, uh, series and that intro. Nah, nah, nah. Like, it's, it's, it's pure um, nostalgia for me, and that's why I say John Stewart. I dig that. I, I'm gonna... <laughs> this isn't just me being honest. I prefer Hal, but that's just me because I like Hal Jordan a lot. And I love John Stewart, though, too. And I'm with you on a cartoon, though, Corbin. I'm uh, That was my first DC cartoons were Justice League Unlimited, and I wouldn't be where I am without that fucking show seeing Flash across the water. That was a signal. That was a seed that planted the sci-fi in my room. I'm like, he'll fall in, and he runs across the water. And I'm like, oh, my God, my mind oh, is blown. Yeah. And I was forever now a nerd. That was it. Like, that was fucking that was it. it. And then Static static Shock, too. They were on at the same time, but both of those. It's Static Shock. Yep, fire again. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the hero we definitely need. Brains, but they can now because of lawsuits. But okay, so John Stewart for you, Hal oh for goodness, me. Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm still Hal. Like I'm sorry, I love Hal. I love John Stewart. I really do. I love him to death. But reading Hal joining the Green Lantern Corps for a while there, reading Green Lantern following Hal around and him being all the stories. Like I don't know. I think it's because Jeff Johns wrote such a good fucking Hal Jordan storyline in the Green Lantern book in New Fifty Two. Yeah, he, I mean, so good. He, he it was, and honestly, like. You can't go wrong with Hal. Like, you can't go wrong with Hal mm. at all. So it's not an issue. I mean, it's not an issue ever, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, I disagree, or oh, that's interesting. Like, it really is a solid choice. That's it's kind of the, one of the original and best. It's kind of what, what you resonate with from, like, with you, a lot of the comic reading, for me, a lot of the TV show, and those experiences from that, which I think make it so interesting, especially with a character like Green Lantern, who has such a deep and varied yeah. history among different characters in many years. Going on, what, 50 years now? 60. Oh, 70. fuck yeah. It, more for Green Lantern. Yeah. You had the um, Alan Scott in the Justice Society. Yeah, but I Green forgot Lantern, too. way, so way back. That. That's true. He's one of the early ones. Let me give a Google right now. How old is Green Lantern? Because yeah, I'm really curious. I feel he's a, he has to be slightly younger than Batman and Superman, right? What, Batman 30, you had 38, 40, or 30, uh, 38, 39. I'm going to say he's in, somewhere in the 40s, if I had to guess. Okay, so I got to do math because it didn't fucking tell me. Fuck you, Google. Uh, 2020 minus 1940. Oh, okay. 80. He's 80 years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. 80. Yeah, I'm I'm a writer, not a mathematician. I'm sorry, folks. I have to use a fucking calculator for that one. We get you on that. Uh, Fuck, you can get me on a lot of shit, including my porns out there. But besides the point. uh, (laughs) No. I'm just constantly (laughs) reminded. (laughs) <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. 
Uh, yeah, man. Like, you can do it, and it can work. And uh, fucking hell, you know. Let's let's move on from Green Lantern. People are like, holy shit, suck Green Lantern's cock. Which eh, I'm good. Uh, let's see here. Let me look at the list. And now we're good. So we obviously, like I said before, we got more Lex Luthor scenes. Apparently, we were supposed to see more scenes of Amazon. So um, her mother was supposed to be back for a lot more shit and a lot more like Amazon races or something like that. Probably we're going to see in Wonder Woman 84 now, but a lot yeah. more of Amazon be shown than a Steppenwolf invasion. Um, Ryan Choi. So we actually have Ryan Choi, who was in the, which we never did a part two, and I realize this, uh, for the review of Crisis on Infinite Earths. But, 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 it was awesome. I got to say, Ryan Choi was introduced in there as the Adam. And now Ooh. we're getting them in this movie. That's again another fire decision. Like another, yep. another, yeah, another reason to tune in and enjoy. You know, it makes me think they knew about this shit after that after Crisis. There's no fucking, especially because people they, are like, I enjoy who's in it. Because think about it, they've never introduced them anywhere. Like I've caught up on the shows, except Legends. So unless he's on fucking Legends and I don't know about it, Ryan Choi. After uh-huh. Crisis was X-Nade. Yeah, I think he is on Legends. I think I've seen him once or twice there. Just to be, let me check, okay, so just they, to be sure. But I'm pretty sure he was on okay. after the fact. Yeah. That was like his back. Well, people at home. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, people, people, oh, they do that a lot on the CW. People at home, they like to test characters that have had, like Suicide Squad was first fucking premiered in Arrow. Then it became the movie. David Aircut released it. Um, which I, I did like the original cut. There is that. But, we're taking a look now, like, did they test characters? And then also, maybe they're like, Ryan Joy, the Adam, woo, Ray Palmer's replacement, awesome, we can work that storyline in. And then they're like, hey, hey, we might release Zack Snyder's cut and Ryan's in it. Yep, yep. Cut him out of the universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's no think about it. There's like, you better cut him the fuck out because we're going to use him in this movie. We need him for HBO Max. We need him for the max, for the maximum effort. Come on now, don't do it. And so they do that a lot. They have done that so many fucking times. It's insanity to me. Um, so we got him. Did you get an answer, by the way? Um. Oh yeah, he was. He wasn't. Okay. He he uh, was. Yeah, he he was wasn't in there. The so he was, he was. No. He Christ. he was. Yeah. So he was brought in. Um. With uh, obviously he with the, the, crisis. the crisis, and then um he was uh, in the new multiverse when he was looking for his daughter when a shadow demon came to attack him. Uh, and this was in. Uh, was he in anything? This was in uh, Legends of was Tomorrow. He in, He's in, huh? Was he in anything after that? Because the Legends episode, that was the one where everybody was in the new universe and shit like that. Spoilers, I guess. Jesus. Exactly. But, yeah, um, we did it. He was in, he was mentioned in season five of The Flash. He was in, obviously, okay. um, Crisis Part 3 and mentioned in the next one. He was in Arrow, uh, in Arrow Part 4 and then he was in Crisis uh, Part 5. So just the crises so far. Um, cool. Never going to come back to the CW. His character's done. There's oh, wow. no fucking way his character's coming back, which is sad because they made him so cool and then we're going to make him the Adam. Like, I like Ryan Choi the Adam. Makes sense. He's got a dope suit, too. He's gone. He's dead. He's out. It's Ryan Choi, who? It's huh. like, it's the same <laughs> shit that ha- happened with um, Hawkman Hawkgirl, remember? Yeah. Yeah, the same where mm-hmm. they kind of bring him in and knock him out. I love Hawkman. It's one of the characters I would love to write for. I really would for DC. Hawkman and Hawker are all the shit. But um, moving on. So Ryan's coming back. So we're going to get Ryan, and he's going to be apparently working for Star Labs. They released a behind-the-scenes photo of him in a scene, black and white, because they're all releasing black and white photos. 
which when they got him colored, it's like, yeah, but Ryan is going to be a Star Labs employee. So that's going to be cool. Star Labs is getting a bunch of mention, too. There's going to be a lot more scenes in Star Labs. Apparently, there was a battle that took place in Star Labs, yeah, which is dope. dope. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. God, like, wow. They're like, hey, I'm Harrison Wells. It's like, oh, you bitch. My fans know you. <laughs> well, well, well aware. Well aware. And, that, and honestly, that, that, that building from the ground up that they're attempting to do here is encouraging. Because so much of the DC movie universe or DCU was just about, oh, we're going to throw this movie in. Oh, we're going to throw this movie in. It was very much like Sony mm-hmm. with Spider-Man when they did Amazing Spider-Man 1. Yeah. And then Amazing Spider-Man 2 is really a trailer for eight different Spider-Man movies that you knew, even as you were watching, were never going to be released. And so for the DCU to do Justice League the way they've been throwing out all these other ones together, and now with this huge cut built from the ground up and make some backstory and, yes, make it longer, it, 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 it begs the question if they're going to put this out for the fans like a passion project and be done with it, or if the success from this release will start the new line of DC um, films. I'm really hoping, because (sighs) judging how this movie goes and the universe and whatnot too, Aquaman could still tie into the Zack Snyder cut. It could. Um, Birds of Prey... Maybe you can be like Batman was fighting some birds of prey. People are like it's in its own thing. Like nah, fucking Batman's building Justice League at the moment here, so he's dealing with that shit. And plus, he was dealing with a lot of shit all over the world. So for a few days, so eh, villains just went nuts. Um, we we're gonna hope for that. I'm gonna hope for that. But in the world that we're living in, where Batman's getting a new trilogy and a TV show tie-in, it's really tough. It's really tough. I'm hoping we get yeah. more. I really am. But it's it's gonna be really tough to figure that out. But then again, who the fuck knows? Because we're getting this movie, so it's one of those things too. Anything can happen. And Corona world, anything can happen. That's true. That's true. Especially oh, with man. everything going on now, the uncertainty breeds this unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I'm hoping because in this movie, there's so many more things. Like I know Superman. I like Superman in the movie in Justice League. I did. There was a couple things that I'm like, motherfuckers know he's Clark Kent now, right? Because there's no way in hell they can make this work. And like he's Without. like, hey, Clark, in front of cops. And, and the police are like, who the fuck is Clark? And they're like, Superman, Clark. <gasps> and oh, it's like, my oh, shit. gosh. Like, I just did Google not this know. son of a bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's. Have you seen the. Oh, internet? my God. Yeah. Like, no shit. They're going to be like, okay, who died here? Okay, Clark Kent. He looks like Superman. Oh, well, fuck. Mm. Like, All right. Well, that's over with. And so that whole thing, uh, we'll get to that one in a minute. But apparently, one final character I have on here is, well, actually, second to last, is actually we were going to be introduced to this character, and she was not going to be Caucasian like she is in the comics, which I'm okay with because of the TV show. Iris motherfucking West was coming to the There was going to be a scene. Barry Ash in Central City, which makes, I hated, I didn't hate, I did not really like, as soon as they took him out of that, I'm living in a warehouse bullshit, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Is he homeless? Like, what the hell is this? How do you get this? Like, he's going around stars, or not star, he's going around Central City, and he actually saves Iris West which through the window. Like, he goes super speed and breaks the window we just saw in the Comic-Con trailer. We're getting that scene. She's going to be deb- making her debut as Iris West for whatever Flash movie that comes out. Which is, how do you feel about that, that we're now going to have two Iris West now? I, I think it's interesting. I mean, we've seen, 
I guess present with Superman and other things where it's like one in the film and one oh, yeah. TV show, you know, in the, well, it wasn't that big a difference between the eighties and nineties, between having the Christopher Reeves and then the adventures of Lois and Clark big enough difference, but obviously, you know, two different Supermans. I think it's interesting. Um, I hope they don't compare the two. Uh, it's going to inevitably happen, but having its own universe is like, it, it works. If anything, the crisis episode that crossed over the two flashes has shown that it's probably necessary. You know, each one a different universe, each one is, oh, I'm Barry, I'm Barry, and what happens there? Like, what's the parallel here, okay? Iris in another area doing this, you know, Barry's doing a different life of his own, and having met each other has firmly established the fact that, yes, there can and will be two different Flash, two different Iris, two different families, and it really explains it away without actually having any sort of question about it. It's true, and... You know, we I, I didn't think about that. We do have two Supermans. We have two Lex Luthors. We have two of all this shit. So that's true, and we're definitely going to see that. And Iris is a good character, though, too. Like, we cannot deny Iris in the comics is cool. Iris, and she's really good supporter. Like, fucking she, Iris and Barry are always a good relationship, and no matter what medium. Mm-hmm. Comics, cartoons, fucking any, any of the cartoons, really. Even Young Justice when she appears in there for a split second. Um, and then we also have her in the Flash TV show, obviously. Give or take what you want from that one, because I know she has some fate, have some um, some haters and whatnot. But I like it. <laughs> I think right? cool. I, yeah. I, I dig it. I dig the Flash crew. There's a few things I'll hate in that show, and very very few things I'll hate in that show. And yeah, so we get Iris West, the last big daddy of them all, the big man himself, fucking Dark Side. Oh yes, he's going to eat Thanos' just heart out. That brings chills. Oh my God! Dark side is motherfucker. He is coming. Like Dark side is fucking Harley Quinn TV show. Dark side is taking yep, that. Like, okay. It. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. Fuck, Dark fuck side you. is at right. lunch, and we'll be back in ten minutes. Yeah, and it's like, all right, I'll prove for you, Harley Quinn show. But besides that, if you guys haven't watched the Harley Quinn show, watch that animated show. But besides that, Dark side's coming. Like the big bad of the DC universe. You don't get any worse than Dark side. He's worse than Thanos. With an yeah. infinity gauntlet. Yeah. That's the sad part. Like, that's the scary part, actually. That's true. That's true. I mean, that, I mean, the, having the biggest, baddest of them all looking the way he looks and finally being, no no, no disrespect to villains that have been used already, but now we've gotten to the, the, the one only, the one that's worthy of the Justice League. You know what I mean? No, no offense to Steppenwolf yeah. or anything, but Darkseid's where it's at. And now that we have him and with this epic build that we're getting, yes and thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. That's it. Like people who are now into being as comic book fans and as people from the animated shows all know, because he's in all the animated shows eventually here. Yeah, like. always. He he will be known when the movies, and he will be known for all this sort of stuff here. So to see that Dark Side is coming, and to see that he's going to be the big bad, in which I think the scene we only see him in though is we will see him in the war. Apparently, the Apocalypse War. He's cut out of that shit. They did a side-by-side with the scenes and whatnot. And apparently, like, what the ending scene is we're supposed to see is that Stefanov's defeated, and we see that leads in the part two of the Justice League, which we could get that. That's something I could see that we'll talk about is the part two and part three that we're supposed to get for the Justice League movies. But ah. depending on how they do this one, that's it. You know, like, I think they're doing it different, though, this time around. So we may not get it so it ends on a cliffhanger, but apparently we were supposed to see Stefanov defeated 
and then Darkseid was coming through the fucking mother box portal with all his other kids, the sirens, everybody, like fucking all of them were coming in, like all of his like atrocious fucking family and whatnot, like his yep, dad's g- granny crew. goodness was fucking in there too. Oh, oh yeah, they were coming gosh. in. I want to see granny. Like, Shut that shit off, we. Yep, God, I want to see granny. That amazing. Just fucking CG her, because there's no way in hell you can get someone to represent that granny goodness. There is no way in hell, like Betty. Oh my goodness. god, Betty nope. White. Betty Betty White is granny oh, goodness, man. That would be hilarious. Oh, oh my gosh. I want the fan art fans. If you're still listening to this episode, which yeah, hopefully you are. Fucking hell, Betty White is fucking granny goodness. Please make this a fan art, please. Make it. Oh happen. my god. Make- yeah, happen, oh. please, and yeah, that. that would be awesome. Oh my gosh! So yeah, and apparently that we're gonna see that, crazy. and we may or may not see a, a dark side fate. battle though. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we may not see a, we may or may not see a battle though. Apparently there may be. A, there's confirm. I cannot confirm it that there may or may not be a Superman battle in there. So like, or um, dark side battle. So a lot of people are saying. That what's gonna happen is actually right before, like the ending scene's gonna be that portal thing. Like, shut up the fuck down. But apparently, Stefan Wolf's defeated and Darkseid comes through. And then, like, he gets sent in, they send him, they defeat him a little bit. And then he's like, oh, I got an army, fuck you. And then they're like, oh, no, just close the portal. And they close the portal and shit. That's apparently what's supposed to be happening here. So, which is fine with me because Justice League versus Stefan Wolf and comics and all the animated shit happens in two minutes. Not a full length movie, I'm sorry. Darkseid popping up though. That now works. that fills it exactly. That makes it worth it's this money, especially since you're not developing it over several different movies like Thanos was in the entire MCU. So you might as well give him, yes. you know, a backstory and a grounded uh, line worthy of the time. And this is the perfect avenue with this perfect length to really flesh him out, build him as an imposing figure. You can see from the jump he is not someone to be trifled with, but to make it no. worth, make it worth it. Exactly. Oh, exactly. That's the thing. Like, I, uh, his Omega. If we hear fucking Omega beams coming down, it's like Superman. Yeah. Like, boom! It hit. Oh, I'll, I'll climax. Just saying it now. Like, it's just gonna happen because my God. Like, what are you gonna? Oh, it's so. It's the cartoons and comics come to life, and it's why so many of us want that. They're like, why would you want that one? And they release one. Like, no. This is the one that's our comics come to life. The animated shows come to life. This is what we've always wanted to see. You know? That's it. That's all we've if, wanted. Us comic fans are just frothing yeah. at the mouth right now with excitement. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I, it perplexes me. It perplexes me. But apparently, though, in the... Um, oh, I lost a train of thought here. Yeah, so... Oh, Steppenwolf. So speak, we spoke of Steppenwolf already. Apparently, though, that was a Josh Whedon redesign, and that's why he looked shitty in some he scenes like and whatnot. Trash. Because, yeah, he he's very interesting. It can, I like, I could see it being like a new Fifty Two, different look or something like that too in the comics, but not the movie. And I think he actually looked like the Earth Two from the Earth Two series. That was fucking amazing. Comic series, that's what he looked like was that version of Stephen Wolf. And so I was like, What? Like are the Earth 2 one, which me and like three other people read like, that we liked. And like, what the fuck? Apparently that's the one they went with. But still like, what the fuck? Like, what are you that's doing such here? A weird, yeah, and render he, design. He, and he looks human. He looks human. He doesn't <laughs> have this like weird like crustacean or anything. But yeah. apparently though, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be more comic book accurate. 
Now, mind you, from what the concept art I've seen, it's more like cyborg style. So I think it's going to be somewhat along those kin lines from the concept art I've seen. They could change that. I don't know. They could definitely change it. But they said they're going to try to, they're going to be going for the original Steppenwolf design, which is the one we saw at the end of BVS Extended Edition. I think, no. No. I don't know if he was an extended edition. The scene think with Luthor. He was. Maybe he that was. was. Yeah, maybe that was. Yeah. He was, talking to, he was talking to Luthor. That's who it was. They said that's Steppenwolf right there. Because he's wave one. Wave two is dark side. So like wave one, the Steppenwolf of Parademons. Wave two, hell, death, destruction, dark side. Uh, like that's apparently what I was going to go. And that's why that's the design in there. Take what you will for color adding to that. But because it was the Kryptonian shit in there. But when Luthor's in the blood pit, he's talking to Steppenwolf and figuring out about mother boxes and shit. That's yeah, yeah. That uh, you know, we, funny, saw, it, we saw that scene, it was developed. No, you're right, you're right. And having that, I don't know, like, like with the whole villain part of it, so much of that. And again, this is yet another reason I'm looking forward to this cut. So much went wrong that didn't have to, yeah, that didn't have to. Yeah, and now oh, yeah, you yeah. have a way to make things right, and the hope is that you do that from Stephen Wolf all the way down. You know, this right here is exciting just because we're talking right now, and we're two big fans of this cut, of 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 the different changes that could be had. And I, I mean, listen, I just think the way Stephen Wolf was done was 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 pretty was pretty was pretty crappy. I'm not gonna pretend with you on that one. I thought it was horrible, but like, yeah, even with the tease and everything, it started off right, and then the, maybe some of the bias was already there for me because I was like, listen. I didn't want, like, he's not someone I think of in the pantheon of great Justice League villains. Like, yeah, he's someone that used correctly in the right role, could be great, but not someone that immediately brings the the, the Trinity together for the first row mission. You know, it just didn't work out like I want. I mean, well, actually, I guess it wasn't really the first row mission since BV, uh, BVS, they had them fight Doomsday. But in general, I just wanted to be more. But right now, the way that, like you're describing, the way that it's set now, let's just say I could have some hope again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was speaking of hope, sir. Hope. This is the. This is two final parts here. We got right. two final things to talk about. Speaking of hope, Corbin, we get yeah. one. This is this is a two-parter. This is a two-parter. We get one, the black suit of the Superman. Okay. Which holy was, shit! And not yeah. in like a flashback either or a mind sequence. It's a actual black suited Superman from his rebirth. So we get that. But also, we get... It was done in Earth 2, and it's been done in a few different... Like, Earth 2 had one of these guys. It was a clone, though. It was like it turned out to be the Bizarro, but they didn't know about it. They're like, oh, it's a real one. Like, oh, no, it wasn't. But And they've done, done it in a few of the books, too. But it was supposed to be... Superman being evil was supposed to be a good chunk of the movie. Like, once yep. they resurrect his ass, it is... He, you have evil Superman. So this was a thing I think they're still going to do in it. I guess it depends on the reshoots of who they can get and whatnot right now and everything going on. So exactly. one of those scenes, that's the problem with this, and that's why we're like, fuck. But evil, I think a lot of it's been filmed already, too. Actually, it has, because they had, actually, all that resurrection shit was already filmed. It's already Because done. then they had to redo it. With the whole yeah, Josh Whedon mustache thing. It. Yeah, so it's like you know what scenes were original, what scenes were new. So Evil Superman, everything after a certain scene was fucking new. So Evil Superman was supposed to be a big chunk of the movie that they were supposed to be versing him. And he was supposed to be like with Darkseid and Stephen Wolf. And they'd be like, yeah, we got the Kryptonian. Fuck you, Earth. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> they would probably start, like, they would start sending nukes at that point. They're like, oh, fuck. 
We have all these people popping up with powers now. What the fuck? We've already had magic take over Midway City. We've had the uh, Kryptonian invasion. We've had Doomsday. We've had all the, the death of Superman. Like, no. We've had all this crazy shit. They're going to be like, fuck it, nuke Metropolis. It's over. It's gone. It's, it's full of superhumans <laughs> right now. Kingdom come, that motherfucker, and just nuke it. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Like, just bring it all down. Like, end it off. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, was, sir, there's a lot of casualties. There's like 10 million casualties. That sucks. We, we, we got aliens. We got metahumans. We got this. <laughs> oh, and those people at Bell Rev? Nuke Bell Rev. Wherever that chick oh, is, she's man. probably going to go magic again. Chance. Kill her. Kill them all. Like, that would yeah. be the immediate. And that's the real I, world. You know that's how it would go in 2020 or 2021. Oh, like, kill fuckers. Especially El Presidente now. But that's a whole different bucket of worms. So yeah, we are going to eat Evil Superman, story. man. Yeah. Dude, so how do you feel about evil, evil Superman, though? I like it. I mean, first, just having yeah. the black suit is one that's exciting. And Evil Superman is another level, another layer that we haven't seen in movies entirely. So having that is intriguing. Um, again, a lot of it ties into where they go with this, how it all comes together. I think that's big. You don't want to have it with us before where they just throw different ideas and stuff that fans would rightfully get excited about and it doesn't get tied together in a meaningful um, way that has a, a continuity layer through it. But the premise of it on its own is exciting. Having the black suit again and with no hiccups this time is exciting. I'm chomping at the bit for it because I want to see how that's reacted to. How does the Justice respond to that and how long is that appearance there? And if it's going to be as long as it's going to be, it's like a big old cereal. We're going back to the 40s of how long this is going to start being. So I, I'm, 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 I'm hyped about it. I'm, I'm very much anticipating it. Um, I just, I, for, for a big Snyder fan as I am, for a big Snyder Cut fan as I am, I do have a lot of trepidation just because of how the DC Universe has treated us in the past, where a lot of it, again, using the word hope, like you said, like we mentioned, is based off that. Like, I am excited but I am no longer the blissfully optimistic, naive person I was four years ago in terms of, oh, yeah, we're going to have this, and oh, yeah, we're going to have that, and it's going to work. Like, I, I want to see it work. I want to have the, the, the concrete belief that this is going to follow through. But I can tell you right now, I like the ideas, I like the way it's going, and I have faith that with this much feedback and the time they're taking, that we should be see the product that we as fans have wanted to see. And the dark Superman, the evil Superman, is right up my alley in terms of things I wanted to see. Yeah, like, when when Dark Superman first popped up in that movie, I was like, this is officially... And, and let us not forget, Corbin, we got... It, at least in, I know that the score is already made and shit like that, but they put in the original Superman score. Nah, 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 and oh, like, that was, like, yep. When, oh, and then he's like, a couple, three or four times, mind you, like, in the original Batman theme was in there, he's like, nah, nah, and it's like fucking, like, the real, like, Batman theme. From 89 was in the goddamn Justice League movie where he's like atop the building looking at Commission, like, hey, Commission. And he's like, oh, I'm standing on top of like a fucking Grim Reaper building because it's Gotham. Because, yeah. Like mm -hmm. that. We got that in there. So we got the music in there. And I, I really was hoping we would have got Evil Superman for longer. Yeah. Yeah, it means like, go for it. Like, yeah. if you're going to go the half distance or you're going to go the quarter of the way of the, the fucking mile, run the full fucking mile. Yeah, balls on the wall. Like, don't, don't make a shot court there's so many analogies you can make for this of like fucking if you could have insert the tip going all the way you just, just oh go for it like, just do it 
Y- you know, yeah, we make the analogy. It's tr- it's true. It you can't just be like, eh, three minutes. Like I watched that clip of Evil Superman. How long he lasted? It was like two fucking minutes. That's a whole movie. He yeah. should wipe the fucking floor with these bitches, and he did. And even more, like Lois would be like Clark, and he's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like it's gonna take a lot more than that to be like Clark. He's like, oh Lois, I forgot we boned. Like no, it's, it it takes a lot more shit than that. To, to just get him out of it. Like it's gonna take a lot longer of a process and shit like that too. Like in any case, but hey, whatever, whatever they did it, but we're finally gonna get that. So that's cool. Um, and I'm looking at it now. We have one final thing, Corbin, on this segment. One Let's final thing. Now, fans, so we we got nightmare scenes in BVS, right? And that's where we're introduced to the Parademon design, which I think they nailed it. I want a fucking action figure of that Parademon because he's so cool. The Parademon design was awesome. That's comic book right there. And we got it in the nightmare scenes. We are getting a lot more nightmare scenes in Justice League. Dude, I say hook it to my veins. Right? Right, like it makes sense. It make they're like we failed, we yeah. failed. Like it was, apparently, the original thought was gonna be it was gonna be a time travel thing because they had their mm-hmm. original plan they were gonna do, and then Infinity War is like fuck you, and then Endgame <laughs> like oh, shit, fuck you. So they're like, yeah, you can't make this movie now, bitch. So apparently, though, what it was looking at was Nightmare was gonna go as this. Like we got a few scenes, and we're like, what the fuck? Apparently, that was supposed to be the seed planted, because apparently, what was happening is. He was that way because I killed Lois. And he was that way because he was resurrected. And he got introduced to the anti-life equation. And they were going to mention that. Like, Superman got exposed. He lost Lois. It went berserk. And he got exposed to the anti-life equation by Darkseid, who carries it. Who apparently fucking has it. In which case, the world should be gone. It should a be world. a wrap. But, <laughs> right? Yeah, you would th- and it was. Obviously, it was because the world was fucked. So with the, he, it, that's why the world looked like it did. So we had Superman officially on his side. No matter what they did, they tried. It wouldn't work. Apparently, there was a few League members surviving, and we got to see the nightmare suits that we're going to see. The nightmare suits that we saw behind the scenes, like flashes from BVS, we're going to get that one. So it was apparently Batman, Cyborg, who broke free of his control, Darkseid's control, Flash, and I think that's it. Yeah. And everyone that's... else died. And I think the others die in the process. Like apparently the kryptonite scene was Batman's failsafe. He sent flashback in time, but he got tried to get the kryptonite. He's like, oh fuck, with the twisted failsafe. So we're gonna get more scenes of why we saw Barry travel through time the way he did. And we're gonna see more scenes of them fighting off parademons in the war and shit like that against Darkseid in there. And they conquered Earth. That's what's up. Yeah, like that's dope. Honest, that's you get what's heavy up. metal yep. suit. Cyborg has like four arms and his like human side's gone. So he's probably like, guys, kill me. And Flash has this like armored suit where he's got like a big ass lightning bolt on. It's more smooth, which I like. So it's a lot more smooth armor plating. It's got like the yellow lightning bolt. Batman's got his nightmare suit, which I might wear if Corona gets any fucking words, by the way. I'll just wear like a face <laughs> part underneath. Right? I'll just go all the way. Just go all the way. That's it. Balls in the. No. Well, my buddy says this at the zoo that I work at. I won't say until after I, I leave in about a week. Because uh-huh. there's been a lot of weird fans. There's been definitely a lot of weird fans. But my buddy at the zoo said, exactly. And he's like, hey, you either got to go full ass or no ass. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. I like that. That's pretty cool. Full That's, ass or no uh, ass. It's out there. It's there. Exactly. Yeah, and so, man, I just, 
it just flapgasts me what we're going to get because that's it. That's as far as the confirmed notes that I have from Zack Snyder that they've confirmed so far yeah. on July 12, 2020. That's it because they keep confirming new shit. I even checked right beforehand and so far nothing. I so was if I get like a trailer after talking, this, today, I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be amazing. We just get a fucking dude. they're like, you know how we have DC Comic Con at home? Yeah, we're just gonna we feel like the deities in the world said the drop list. So we dropped it like right after we finished record. Like, God damn it. Yep. Damn no, it. for real. I hate when that happens too. Some big news or, or if it's sports talk about something before a trade, like, yeah, that, that, this could happen, this could happen, and you know what? We're excited to see it. Okay, have a good one. We get up, and then immediately, as soon as you put the mic down, boom, at 7 o'clock on Sunday night, the first trailer dropped unannounced, on the, and then I just lose my mind. And I it run into play in traffic. It, w- it would. <laughs> Man, either that or Wonder Woman 84, one of the two here. Please, just give us something. Give us, give us something. Please, right. get him now. Right. Hey, Harry. Send it to me. Give us a trailer, Harry. <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, well, well, that's it, man. Yeah. That's the Snyder Cut of what we can expect. And I can't wait. I just can't. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Oh, it is. It is. If, you, if you've listened to this, folks at home, listening right now, and mm-hmm. you got all this collective knowledge of the confirmed stuff that's happening, how can you not be? Especially if you're listening to this podcast show. Like, in general, if you listen to this podcast, you're a comic book fan, right? Or at least... Love yeah. learning about comics. Or, you, or you're very much fuck? a Zack Snyder fan and will follow through the end. Exactly. Especially if you made it this far on a podcast. Because I know it's something different and fans are literally iffy on it sometimes. But whatever the fuck. You know, we definitely needed to talk about this. And I really wanted to bring someone on. And I was looking around and I thought about it like, oh my god, Corbin would be perfect for this. Because we had to talk about this. There was I'm no way we could that. not talk about this. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Like, mm-hmm. This is something that everyone's like, what's confirmed? What's not? What's this in here? Oh, my God. What's it like Zack Snyder's cut? What's that going to be about? So hopefully, you know, you guys get a lot of tidbit information and whatnot. And it's a movie that's been out for what? You said four years now? Yeah, it can't. Well, it's going to be. It's By the time it's it came out in 2017. So by the time it's yeah. released, you know what I mean? By the time it's released in uh, 2021, it'll have been four years. God, I just need to live that long. That's all I needed to do. I just can't get sick until then. That's it. That's it. I gotta survive the Rona. Until then, man. Make it, man. Hey, if if yeah. anyone can, you you you've been doing 18 million things, 14 million projects. You'll be like, hey, it's time to kick it. And then producer, someone will go, hey, wait a second, man, we need you out here. You'd be like, I right, I'm back in the game. You're gonna stick around. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'll sure. stick around. Also, maybe you know what though? Maybe stick around to 2021 because I want to see the Gotham. Excuse me, BD TV show. I really am excited. And on the same fucking app, by the way, we should mm-hmm. mention that. Get it next year on HBO Max. And we get so much on the fucking Dude. DC Universe. Yes. Tap. DC Tap, but fucking HBO Max. Oh. Yes. You said it, man. It's yeah. exciting. It's exciting. And I cannot man. wait. What, um, what are your top two things out of that list so far? What is your top two things do you think that you're looking forward to? Um, dark side, first, second, <laughs> always. And then secondly, I'm very much intrigued by the um, fleshing out of the cyborg character. Let, let's see more about him. Let's see how it ties up together um, with the Stones families and having their own um, 
well, for lack of a better word, their own story arc within the greater Justice League story. And let's get some more background on him. He's one of the great heroes that, you know, gets some love on the small screen, but hasn't had on the big screen yet. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. So that that is it for me. You have you have one, which of course is and will always be Dark Side, the second cyborg. Let's talk about him. Let's let's be about him. I honestly did not expect that at all. I expected Dark Side. Mm-hmm. I did. But I did not expect Cyborg at all things here, man. Like, man, I'm, I'm like intrigued. It. I'm, like it. I'm intrigued. I appreciate yeah. it. It's something that's out of nowhere. Not many people are thinking about, but I'm like, listen, if you if I, I always want these big stories to have and it's not gonna be like um the Avengers where each character had their moment in the sun. But you have a story, and within each one you dive into two or three people or one person entirely. So I remember Avengers Age Ultron, it dove a lot into Black Widow, a lot into the Hulk. Avengers a lot to everyone, but you got a lot of um, Thor, and you got some of Iron Man as well. You know, each one had their their love in it. And with this, you've already given Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman some love. The Flash is getting his own movie. Let's put some of the, the focus on Cyborg. Yeah. I couldn't have said it any perfectly. I could not have put it any more perfect. Like, yep. I'm excited to see Green Lantern come in because, one, we need a Green Lantern because Green Lantern needs to be in pop culture. I kind of wanted more than Cyborg because Cyborg's got so much already. And Green Lantern got fucked in the Ryan Reynolds movie. Totally. But, you know, he hasn't really been in anything else. They want to put him in CW, John Diggle, Green Lantern. You know, there's that hint that they did. That's the closest thing we've ever gotten to have him in anything other than, like, Young Justice. Um, I think maybe he appeared in a couple scenes in, but didn't say anything in Harley Quinn, maybe? I think. I don't know. Yeah, but exactly. We have that. I mean, it's it's something to look forward to. Again, I want to see oh, how God, this yeah. cut goes, and then everything else. I'm sure the chips will fall where they may. But this right here, this is the big centerpiece. You know what I mean? This is this is huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. So huge. I hope we get merch. I'm just saying, I would pay for the fucking merch. Like, 100%. Uh, like, they're like, here's a Green Lantern toy. And they're like, I'm like, yes. They're yeah, like, here's McFarlane exclusive. Oh, yeah. yeah. McFarlane, come on now, man. You've got so much shit in the bag right now. You can do the, do the Snyder Cut McFarlane toys exclusives. They would fucking sell, like, game busters. I yeah. promise you. Yeah. Promise you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They would fly. They would but, right, fly. Man. No doubt about it. Oh man, I also I I will just say that because I actually have McFarlane's Superman Action Comics number one thousand in the home studio right now. His little figure, and he's got like he's on a little stand and looks like he's flying and shit. Mm-hmm. So good, so <laughs> good. It's fire. Oh my god. It's fire. But man, agreed. Man, we are at the end of the show here because, like I said, well, we got other things going on. But yeah, man, where can people find you? Because I'll do the intro before this. Where can people find you at? On social media, man, and like plug away on the Absolute Geek podcast, by the way, because you guys are working hard and got some really cool shit coming up on there. So I'm going to turn it over to you, metaphorically, because we're not in the same room because of fucking COVID. <gasps> so exactly. I'm going to turn the mic. Yeah, right. Like I'm going to turn the mic mentally over to you and let you plug away, sir. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, you can follow me at Comic Book Barbarian on Twitter. Um, on Facebook, you want to find me, Corbin Ford. Not a whole lot there. Check me out. A lot of what I do is, as uh, my good man has so eloquently brought up, Mr. Dakota is on Absolute Geek every Friday night at 7.30. 
or somewhere around then. Sometimes we follow a CP time, which is what I'm best known for, and that can range between 7.30 and 8. But check us out live at 7.30 usually for the great geek content, the weird news, all the stuff to come to love, great conversations, fiery arguments, geek-related news, all of that. On Sundays at 3, we have The Spinner Rack, uh, which is basically a comic book-centric review. We buy the books of the week, we sit, we talk about them, review them, have conversations, talk about picks of the week for the upcoming week, and then discuss some comic book news that's around and kind of dive into the industry a little bit. So that's every Sunday as well. Um, these are live shows, Friday at 7.30 and Sunday at 3. But then if you go check out the Absolute Geek feed, you can find both on playback for your audio listening convenience at the beginning of next week. So definitely check out, again, Absolute Geek. The Spinner Rack, and if you want to hear just some specific Corbin-related content, check out at Comic Book Barbarian on Twitter. Sweet. Throwing oh, it back to the definitely. <laughs> oh my god, well thank you for the mic. It's really nice. But, um, <laughs> yeah, thank you, man, for coming on the show here. I, it's it's really weird because the when we do these, like when I have you on the podcast or when I have anybody come on for like a talk, if I have my buddy Tyler Cotton come on, uh, who played Look, just a little guy, and you know, just Melvin and whatnot, and Sabrina, mm-hmm. the teenage witch on Netflix. Good friend oh, of mine. Yeah. Shout okay. out to you, Tyler. I love you, man. I mean, Give you know, him the love. I, I love doing these talk show segments with you guys. Like, you, oh, fuck yeah. I love doing it with you, Corbett, and I love doing it with him, too. Like, you guys rock because it's a, it's different from what we normally do, and I like doing it, you know? Hey, dude, having a chance to reconnect with you, although, you know, it's a long wait between cons and everything, just being able to is awesome. Um, And you give me the chance to come on and talk some fun theories and great conversation. I always look forward to it, man. So, you know, especially with you being as busy as you are, me doing things we do, the chance to reconnect and talk, it's fun. It's something I'm taking for granted. I appreciate you, Dakota. And I'm telling you, man, with all the stuff that you're involved in, it's really an honor to be on. Even if you weren't involved in it, but just more so that you are. Yeah, of course. I mean, how many times it's like the you're trying to do the, the, the media version of Iron Man, the billionaire playboy philanthropist. Maybe not the billionaire, but and, you know, maybe a budding playboy. But, you know, you're a writer, you're a producer, you're an actor. <laughs> you know, you still got the resume. It's in there. It's all working. You you can knock off playboy because I like I, I haven't posted about it because I like to keep her privacy for a little bit longer here because it's weird fans. Yeah. And as bigger as I get, the more weirder fans went up. But the playboy thing's gone since I've been dating someone for a couple months now. And believe it or oh, not, I'll give it, we'll end the show on this. Yeah, we started dating in March, or three months ago. We've been dating for two months. So last This upcoming year. Tuesday. Because 2020's been years. No. Oh. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you got my joke. I was waiting for you to get it. Yep. <laughs> if I can run, I'm like, wait a minute here. Oh, yeah, it has. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, it has. Man, let me tell you, starting a date in the middle, in like two, so for two months, we've known, we've been talking for three months, right? And then dating, talking to someone in the pandemic is risky as fuck, or was risky. And then dating now is risky, but then we're making it work and shit like that every past couple months. So let me tell you, dating someone new in the pandemic, it's very interesting and very fun. And shout out to you, Michaela. You know, I love you. So very, very much. (laughs) Oh, you know, I'll I'll give her a name right here right now because I do love her with a passion. And it's fans are weird. And one day you'll see it pictures and whatnot. Don't worry. I, you, you. I mean, especially you come on Facebook, so you're fine. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I will you with our presence of godhood. No, I'm kidding. 
you got oh, any man. final words, man, before we wrap up the chaoticness? Hey, listen, you know I come here, I love the chaoticness. No, I am I'm all set. I appreciate you having me on. Great fans. Nerd with Balls is awesome. Shout out to Jesse. Shout out to all y'all, and uh, thanks again. Sweet. And then those folks at home, or wherever you guys are listening, hopefully at home, because quarantine sucks. Stay classy, my fellow Justice Leaguers.